Welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer Show. This is a show where we talk about stuff, play you some music, and encourage you to be creative. This season, we are exploring the art of being human. We want to say thank you to our patrons who support us each month. If you want to know more about that, visit us on patreon.com backslash Chasing Ebenezer. For more information about our musical endeavors, visit ChasingEbenezer.com. We hope you enjoy the show. Well, welcome back to the Chasing Ebenezer show, and we're just excited today to continue talking about the art of being human. Today, we're going to talk about boredom. Woo-hoo. Last week, we talked about Who's being curious. Who's excited about boredom? Oh, don't you know it? Well, Punky, <laughs> Punky uh, here is on my lap, um, purring away, and uh, I'm Heidi, and this is Benjamin, and we're just excited that you'd join us, and uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters who help keep the show going. We love you. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, message us if you haven't redeemed your perks yet. We want to get stuff to you, and we're really excited. Uh, the song we're going to do at the end of the show, Ghost of a Man, is going to be our demo. For the month. Uh, yep. For the month for our, um, all of our $5 and up patrons. Mm-hmm. So thank you. So to kind of recap a little bit of last week, we talked about curiosity, and I committed to listen to an album. Oh, did you do it? A, okay, so I'll be fully honest. <laughs> I did, but I didn't finish the album. I was well, in the, I was then in, you didn't. You didn't listen to a full album. I didn't listen to the full album. I'm, I'm going to probably finish it at the gym today, but probably. I started. It was called Christofferson by Chris Christofferson. It was in the 1970, it was 1970s when it came out. It was a country album. I decided I wanted to do older country, not newer right now, um, because that's the stage of life I'm in. But what I noticed about country music, because like, especially old country, there's like that whole like, doom, 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 <laughs> like the, you know, the Johnny Cash sound. And I, and I always kind of wondered why they did that. But I noticed that they did their music in such a way that it drew way more attention to the lyrics. Because there's sometimes like where when you write lyrics and poetry, you want that to be heard. You want that to be felt and said. And the music was just kind of the backdrop to that. And so... Uh, the second song, I think it's called Beat the Devil or How to Beat the Devil. I loved it. I loved it. I was on the treadmill, post-COVID, struggling, but I was like, oh, I feel this song. Yeah, it's good. So <laughs> anyway, if you tried something like that this week, uh, please post and share what it was, what you learned. Uh, that would be cool. Did you listen to a heavy metal album this week? No, and I didn't I didn't say that I would. You didn't. But... <laughs> no, you didn't. I tried. I tried. I tried that's to get okay, you to, though. That's, that's okay, though. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, we can't be perfect, you know. So let me think. I am excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about Friday. We get to play uh, at Artichoke Music on Friday with um, with some very talented people. For we'll sure. We'll be playing with Marianne Fleming, so that'll be super fun. We haven't seen her in a while. And our friend Doug, also known as Spud, <laughs> is going to be hosting and... The greatest sadness for those of you watching across the country is that you haven't had the pleasure of meeting Uncle Spud. He is one of the most beautiful humans ever, and he's so supportive, and he's so funny. Radiates joy. So, I'm excited about Friday. It's going to be fun. Are you excited about anything? Uh, yeah, I'm excited because uh, I finally got my scanner working. She did. And... I think I figured out how to make prints of my artwork, so 
feeling like I made some progress was really nice because I feel like some weeks I don't make any progress. I just go in circles. So that's good. And um, I'm excited because uh, we're finally going to do Christmas with my sister's family because they got sick and then we got sick. And so, you know, it's okay to celebrate things late. That's right. And we're going to make... she said, let's make some Belgian uh, waffles. Oh, I love Belgian waffles. Yeah. Breakfast for Strawberries dinner. Strawberries and whipped cream. You, oh, you just don't go yeah. wrong with breakfast for dinner. You just don't. <laughs> so yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, where did I experience my humanity? I think that once again, like we're, we're mostly over COVID symptoms, but... And so I feel good most of the time, but then all of a sudden it just, it'll hit you. Like I can't, I can't breathe. I can barely move. And so yesterday in the store I was shopping and halfway through the shopping trip, it was like I had aged like 20 or 30 years. And it was like, I barely made it through my finished shopping, which is ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, but grateful that doesn't happen more than Grocery shopping is mentally exhausting, though. (laughs) It was a big trip. I will say that. I will say that. So, yeah. 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 I would say I experienced my humanity probably the most yesterday because I've been feeling a lot better. Like, I even went to the gym on Monday and, you know, it, I, I came back alive and it was good. But yesterday, I don't know what it was. It was like I just got hit with fatigue. And depression at the same time. It was just like I got bowled over by it. That's a crap sandwich. And I find that like depression, and maybe we can do a show on this at some point, but I really struggle when it comes to like having to make a decision of what I want to do when there's too many options. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's just just like, um, it's. What do you call it? Decision fatigue? Maybe. Probably. I think think that's the term. Uh, So like sometimes having a free night is is wonderful, but sometimes having like. A free night is terrible because I feel like I should be doing something, but all of a sudden I'm too tired to do anything. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I found myself on my phone a lot yesterday, just mindlessly scrolling. So mental health was not good yesterday evening. I'm climbing out of it today. So hopefully I'll be out of the, be out of the bog soon. So maybe you feel that way too. Please know that you're not alone. You're deeply loved and, it's all right. It's all right. So we talked about curiosity last week, and that was a fun topic. And now we get to talk about being bored. Which is the worst thing when you're a child. Oh, it's Oh, awful. my goodness. I awful hated being bored. Yeah. Hated it. Well, Punky is bored of, of me, so she's left behind a... So oh, sorry if I getting cat hair in your coffee. That's all right. We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, Punky, Punky, our calico never, never uh, fails to exit when she's done. So yeah, she's very direct. She doesn't wait for that right moment, the appropriate pause. You know, like when someone's talking too long. And what? That's what she does. Yeah. That was well done. I almost got startled when he did oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh, really okay. loud. I apologize. That's okay, right. you have a really good question about boredom. Yeah. So, what was something that used to bore you as a kid that you now love as an adult? Okay, I was just bored being outside. 
most of the time. I was a TV holic. I still am. I think you we all know that. Are, but yeah. I didn't. I just did not want to be outside. I, you know, part of it is too. I didn't like to get my hand dirty. My mom said I was. My hands are dirty. So I've seen you do that. <laughs> so I just didn't enjoy being in nature very much. But now I love it, and I still love TV. So you know. Maybe my my dream is would be like maybe what like watching TV outside. Watching TV I don't know. outside. Not really. No, no, not really. Um, you have a cell phone. You can do that's that. That's true. Now. I do have. You a, can it's totally not quite do the same. Now. But no, I love being in nature. And I used to be. I used to hate documentaries. Mm. Oh, I hated them, especially the weird nature ones. There's a theme here. And sometimes some of the older documentaries they creeped me out a little bit, so they would just bore bore me. But I love documentaries now. I, I, I just most of them. I, I'm such like a and TED talks and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, just tell me information. I love information. So hmm. your turn. My turn. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I think that. Okay, so I'll tell this story. I tried to be a hunter at one point in my life. Yeah, I was, this was like preteen. And I had this idea of what hunting was, which is where you go in the woods, you find something and you kill it. Like in five minutes. (laughs) But I didn't realize that I had to do a lot of mindless wandering through the woods. And then a lot of sitting and being alert and stillness. So. Probably no TV involved. Yeah, I was okay with that. (laughs) But that was like, ugh, I don't really like that that much. But now as an adult, going out, wandering in the woods, and sitting quietly for an extended period of time is my idea of heaven. And you're not hunting to kill, but you're like, no, I'm hunting you're hunting to, to, to see what can I see, yeah. what can I see, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'd say that was definitely a big thing to switch it now. What is something that you used to love as a kid and that bores you as an adult? Oh, okay. Um... Go ahead. I'll start. Okay, okay. Okay. I think that watching cartoons, I used to love watching cartoons. Now they just irritate me. <laughs> and that may just be the old man in me coming out, but that's all cartoons that or 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 just specific sounds. I think super... that like I used to love watching Disney movies for fun. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <sighs> but now that now that. <sighs> That's something that I have to choose to do and really put myself in a mindset for and be there. Disney, we're still working on him. Yeah. You really liked Ron's Gone Wrong. I did. That was great. I did. That was great. My nephew and I have a favorite line, and I won't quote it, but it was it was fun. <laughs> we, 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 we'll probably quote Copyright it Copyright infringement. Uh, we, don't, we can't we're not a fan do of that. that. We're not a fan of that. Um, oh, um, I don't, I don't, that's a tough one. Uh, um, I, I think... Maybe it wasn't as a kid as much as like a young adult, but um, I, I used to love going to the mall. Oh, that's true. You and I used I to have do to say that the same all thing. the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. like we would rock around, and I I don't know unless I have a specific store that I need to go. Or it's to. 116 degrees like last summer, and it's pretty much the most air conditioned place. That's true. We do need to say thank you to the Clackamas Town Center for helping us survive because it was when we had that horrible heat wave here. So we just went to the mall and brought work stuff and sat. But we, but yeah, in general, I just, I don't do a 
oh, well, I kind of just get like pretty bored with yeah. those kind of uh, environments. So not, and none of these things are wrong if you enjoy them. So, and some of that we both used to think going back to the first question that we were both, I don't know if it would be bored or be like, Oh, I don't want to do this music. I hated music when I was little. Okay, so when I was a kid, <laughs> I was into action movies, and that was my ambition in life. I wanted to be Rambo when I grew up. And so I never really, what's the point of sitting under a tree singing a song? You know, I, I try to get motivated for that. <laughs> and, but now, well, here we are. Sitting under yeah. a tree singing a song would be my idea of the perfect life. So, yeah. And I told, I think I've, uh, I, I, I've shared this like on the, when Tom May interviewed us on his, his show. Um, yes, my mother, and she heard this. She thought it was, you know, I was able to, she was able to hear me tell the story that before she passed away that, yeah, I would say, mother, music is stupid. I'm never. <laughs> and so here you go. So, what can be boring uh, can shift. Yep, absolutely. So kind of like we talked about last week, you know, being curious. So what are some things that, because I, I have found that being bored is not my problem. No, I, I don't. Being overstimulated is actually more of my problem. Being overwhelmed by no, by by lots of, I'm not extroverted. I don't draw life from being in parties and being in places that there's a lot of stuff going on, I tend to get really stressed out and find the quiet corner of the room for me to sit there and be on my phone. So I don't find that I get bored, but I guess like the only thing that does tend to bore me, I still get bored watching sports. I do. And that's not, that's me. I know a lot of people. Oh yeah. Just a love lot it. of people and, are like, what? And I've learned and so when I go with other friends to see games, I enjoy, I, I can find ways to enjoy that because there's a relationship thing there. But the act of sitting down and watching a game for four hours. Not your thing. Not my thing. But that's me. Well, I think where adults tend to get very bored is in their situations or in relationships. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, let's, you know, you, you guys know Ben and I have been together uh, about 20 years, right? Yep. So. 21 years. Uh, okay. Yeah. And counting. Um, relationships can change, and there can be seasons when. Well, I know not if you're married to me, of course. Of course not. <laughs> it's always a good time. <laughs> Never boring. But you know things, especially with the pandemic. I think sure. you know you get kind of bored of a situation it's okay. or you can a get, job. You can bored of me sometimes. Rarely, it's pretty rare. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and there's not, and I think the, I think the, the thing to remember is just because maybe you're in a little bit of a bored, dry season, it doesn't necessarily mean there's something wrong. Right. It might just be, okay, a new season is coming or, okay, I think, I think one of our journaling prompts, um, on our, on our Patreon, our, our, the sheet that goes with this episode is what is your boredom telling you? Right. And so I think a lot of times people think, oh, it's time to leave or it's time to change a job or whatever. I mean, sometimes it is, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's a problem. It, 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 so I just think that that's where adults right. tend to be bored is in doing the same thing. Oh, I just totally spilled coffee all over and I feel it seeping into my like I said, never boring with never me, right? Never a dull moment. 
Never a dull problems. moment. My problems can be kind of boring. Like, it's probably gets a little old that I spill coffee every day. You can say so. Yeah, well, and I, I think that, like, whenever, as a kid, when you think of boredom, you all right? Oh, yeah, I'm just okay. trying to move on from the coffee spill. I think as a kid, we think of boredom as connected to being entertained. Like, to being amused, to being stimulated. I think maybe a synonym for this, to being bored as an adult, is more discontent. Oh, where, yeah, that makes sense. Where you're not needing to be entertained. You feel like you've lost something. You you, you feel meaningless. You feel kind restless. Restless, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's how it kind mm-hmm. of embodies as a, as an adult. And so then what do we do? We go right. and get it on our, on our, on our phones... And then we scroll and scroll and blah, 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 blah. It's and so <laughs> dumb. Because I, 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 even as I'm scrolling I, and my dopamine's firing in my brain, I'm thinking to myself. that much dopamine. I'm thinking to myself, do I like anything that I'm seeing here? Do I care? Is it enhancing my life? <laughs> nope. Going to keep going. I don't know why, but yeah, that's a whole different topic. So it, it seems like we as people, we don't want to be in that place. And sometimes it does fuel us forward. And then sometimes we get to just, okay, I am feeling really restless. I'm feeling like things are stagnating. Why? And are there any thoughts I'm having about myself because of that mm-hmm. or about other people? Um, and really first kind of interrogate those feelings before you make some kind of a drastic right. change because sometimes yep. it's um it's part of being human yep. is is this sense of whatever this whatever this that be. is sorry if you can't if you're just listening <laughs> I'm making weird this <laughs> with my hand so like discontent be some, can be something that brings about boredom which is kind of like being stagnant in life not really moving forward having some maybe unrealized expectations coming to the surface and feeling like the way you're living isn't really meeting those expectations. But there's a couple, there's a lot of other things that really cause it, I think. Um, One is being in a hurry to get to the next thing. That would be me. How many of you, when you've been on the way to a certain task, has been stopped by somebody who wants to talk to you and have a conversation? And within two seconds of them opening your mouth, you're trying to find a way to get out of that conversation because you're wanting to get somewhere else, get something else done. And this person is stopping you from doing that. So I think hurry is a really big piece of that. Um, Just like with the whole hunting illustration that I gave, I can sometimes get really bored with making art because I want to have the art piece finished. So you get bored in the process. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I I think hurry is a big piece that does that. Um, Another thing is being egocentric. If someone is talking about something that I have no interest in (laughs) and has nothing to do with me, and you do it too. We all do it. We all do it. (laughs) I zone out. I zone out. And the worst thing is when someone says, yeah, you know what I mean? And you realized you were somewhere else. There's like a meme that that's out about that. Like it shows someone completely zoned out my face when someone's talking and I'm acting like I'm listening. It was pretty funny. Um, Sounds real funny. Yeah, it did. You had to see it. Uh, (laughs) You zoned out right there, didn't you? 
laughing which, way too loud. Which, to be honest, which, to be honest, I think is something that one of the reasons why I struggle with sports because it's not I, about you. It's I don't play sports. I will never have a career as a sports person. You, you know what? You're not dead yet. You never know. Unless napping becomes an Olympic sport, I'm not. Gonna <laughs> you be never in know. <laughs> so I think that like, oh, if this isn't really about me or pertain to me, then I just check out kind of as a defense mechanism. Go ahead. I was actually still listening, even though you're talking about yourself. <laughs> no, it's really true. And so um, I agree that we're, it, as as Americans, we often view ourselves as not part of the whole. Right. So yep. it's really, it is important to, you know, if your neighbor kid has a music recital, go to their recital. You know, it's, it's something that has nothing. That might be a great um, prompt. Go to something that has nothing to do with you just to be supportive of <laughs> yep. someone else. Like you're not getting anything out of it, but then you're probably going to get something you out will. of it. You will. It's like a little sneak, sneak, sneak attack on your boredom. Um, no, those are really good things. Yeah. If it doesn't involve me, now I want to tell a story about me. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then just the fact that, um, I guess it kind of comes back to the hurry thing. Another way a hurry thing happens is that if someone is taking too long to get to the point in a conversation, because we're efficiency people, we don't do well with storytelling and not not everybody's a good storyteller. I mean, that's just the truth. And so, we can, we can tend to be in such a rush. The other thing that I find that I do is that, do you ever get bored for other people? Like if someone else, if you're in a group of people uh-huh, and someone yeah. else is talking and you really care about someone else feeling good, you think, oh my gosh, would this person just stop? You know, because you're worried of what it's going to do to the other person. Like you find yourself being really in tune to what other people are saying. I'm a little bit lost. You're a little I bit think lost. I'm following you. Okay. So let's say you're in a group of people. All right. And you have this new friend coming that you want to really impress, you know, impress okay. or, or, or to, or to continue hanging out with you. And then another one of your friends starts rambling on oh, about and your something. other friend is boring. And all of a sudden okay, you become okay. zeroed in on all the things they do that like bug you. And then you can start to become a control freak. Yes. You know, it's hard to be a person. It really said is. This before. <laughs> it is. But it's good. It's not like, like, it's just good to be aware of like, oh, this is what I do. And this is why. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So. Interesting. Oh. So can <laughs> boredom be a good thing? Because it, it yes. feels like our, our our whole culture wants to not be bored. We want to be entertained. We want to feel excited, purpose, meaningful, and ah. So is boredom a good thing? Yes. Okay. Say more. Well, um, over the past now, what, like, I guess I've been about two years I've really been working on visual art. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm really trying to stay steady with creating visual art. But once in a while, I'll get a little bit bored with uh, the medium I'm using. Mm. So I'm still doing art, but I'm like, oh. And that's like when I started doing paint chips or using like textiles or... So it can produce great ingen- like ingenuity. It can't... Or, I don't know if that made sense, but it does. It, um, Your boredom prompted you to try something else. Right. Yeah. Right. But the temptation, uh, the negative temptation would be like, well, I'm just not going to do art anymore. I'm mm-hmm. just done. Like, so, um, if so it, to me, that's like a healthy way to respond to, to boredom. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that's really true. And that sometimes getting, like, because for me, getting bored with a medium or bored with a song mm-hmm. or bored with a book yeah. might be an indication that I need to push through it. Because sometimes if I keep that's, switching, yeah. then I never gain mastery over that's, anything. That's also true. So we're saying different yet same things. Right, right. <laughs> It produces ingenuity and also boredom could be a way that you're like getting, um, developing muscle memory. That's yeah. Yeah. So boredom can be like, like, Hey, you're making traction. Uh, and boredom's here to be like derail you from completing and finishing. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know that too. I'm teaching myself banjo this year, like how to legit play it. And they, they're teaching you about, um, thumb rolls, which that's like training your fingers to do Mm -hmm. something. So I know that I've developed some level of mastery when I can do this fast without thinking about it. Mm, Okay. You know, but there's a point of like, I think not being successful bores us. I'm sorry. I'm verbally processing. It's so true. Oh, snooze on my lack of success. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh, I'm not good at this right away. So, you know, (laughs) well, and you know, I, I didn't understand as a student the importance of scales. Same. Um, or arpeggios, anything. Now that I teach, I'm like, oh, most of, so much of what I do when I improv is based on that I know my scales and things like that. And I, but I didn't, I didn't understand it at the time because they're so boring. It's so boring to do the exercises so, um, I'm trying with my students to explain to them, um, the benefits. I'm not one of those really cool teachers who can like That's make them do stuff. No, no. Cause you know, you like, we all want to be kind of like Mr. Miyagi who, you know, in the karate kid who kind of tricks Daniel into the stuff. I'm not that cool. I'm not that clever. I just say, hey, we're doing this yeah. scale to warm up because we're switching keys and we're going to, your brain needs to switch over. So I try to explain uh, why I'm, why we're doing it, even though, but they can be, they're boring. They are boring. And sometimes being bored is okay. What? I know. Because like, if you think Wait about. Wait a minute. It, it allows things to come to the surface because if we're constantly moving, constantly stimulated, we don't get time to reflect on anything. Right? So being bored allows those things that maybe are pain because boredom feels painful at times. Boredom can feel, I, I can feel it in my gut. <laughs> I can feel it, you know, I can feel it in so many different places, but instead of like allowing boredom to be the thing that I have to like, like the bad, like the person that's in my house that I want to kick out. What if boredom becomes my guest and I pay attention to all the stuff that it brings up that I don't want to deal with. So what are some ways that maybe we can either creatively, you know, deal with boredom or work with boredom in our creative lives? I know you've said a few. Yeah. Journaling would be really helpful. Um, Spending some time being bored. Which can be really hard. It can be. I think it would be cool to interview kids, maybe interview some people, because I just remember boredom was like death as a child. It was. So maybe interview a few people of different ages about boredom in their own life and put together a little, you know, 
essay thing or a little chat on it. So, yeah, I thought about this is that one way to deal with boredom is that maybe boredom really has to do with kind of your mindset because I do really like reading fiction and I love reading poetry, but my mind has to be in a different headspace to do it because I can get bored reading a book really quickly if I'm not committed. Well, no, mentally slowed down. Because reading fiction, and especially reading fiction where people describe things a lot, you have to be in a place where you're trusting the storyteller and not trying to finish their sentence and finish the plot line. Because it's that being in a hurry to get to the end. So maybe before you engage in something like reading or just being in a place where it's slow, mentally slow yourself down first. Take 10 minutes and just be still, breathe deep, and let yourself calm down. Because I think sometimes being anxious and being in a hurry, you know, can prevent you from enjoying good things. Because boredom sometimes has some really good gifts hidden in it. So that would be, you know, maybe, maybe be just silent for 10 minutes before you <laughs> engage in what you would call a boring activity and see if it's still boring to you afterwards. If you're a channel surfer, maybe commit to i'm gonna stay on this one channel for x amount of time or um yeah until the commercial break and then you're gonna switch and see what else is on (laughs) i realize that like phone like doom scrolling is very much modern channel channel surfing yeah it's totally is you have no destination you just want to make sure you have the feeling of going somewhere And you realize that before TV, people probably just went and like, you know, did stuff, went for a drive somewhere, did stuff, No, not to go anywhere, just, just, just to travel. Um, so anyway, yeah, do that. That's, that's a really good idea. Um, but also Heidi might've already said this already, but like boredom feels different, different types of boredom feel differently. So maybe journal the feelings that come up for you and the memories come up for you when you're experiencing boredom. There may be some things to deal with there. That'll help you be a healthy person. So anyway, that's what I had. That's what I had. Uh, we're going to do a song. Uh, how you already said, we're going to do a ghost of a man. So enjoy that. Did you have something else you want to say about? Oh, um, I did. And show? really quick. Yes, we are so honored to be part of Winter so Folk uh, 2022. Two. Yeah, but it's the 33rd annual. Uh, well, I think that we did, they didn't. We were supposed to do it last year. But it is going to be both live and online. So it's going to be at Portland's Alberta Rose Theater. It benefits Join, which helps um, uh, houseless uh, folks, folks needing uh, support with that. But it's going to be streaming online as well. So even if you're not in Portland, you can participate. There's going to be some... Oh my goodness, some incredible musicians. I'm uh, really excited. I know. I feel like, oh my goodness. Why are uh, we here? Why are we going to be there? <laughs> so that's going to be uh, next. Well, depending on when you're watching this, it's February 5th. Saturday, February 5th. So mm-hmm. uh, you can get tickets ahead of time um, or at the door, or you can participate um, online. So visit Tom May's info for. Uh, website for yes. that so we're so honored go to his website anyway he's watch his show river city folk yeah he's just he's, he's an, an awesome guy yes, and a great musician absolutely um so here's ghost of a man and we hope that you're not bored all right <laughs> bye bye <laughs>
I'm a ghost of a man I sent to trouble shows Life is but a breath I reach for something more I'm a ghost of a man I live on borrowed time There will be a reckoning I'll hear this world behind I'm a ghost of a man You know I sent you trouble shows Life is but a breath I've reached for something more I'm a ghost of a man I live on borrowed time There will be a reckoning I'll leave this world
Into trouble 